As you remain standing, the uh, text is not very lengthy, so I'll get right into it. As we're looking here at the New Living Translation. And uh, I want you to read it out loud with me on the count of three. Read it loud enough so the devil can hear us, okay? One, two, three. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I, 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 before you see, I want to speak about this. A noisy soul. A noisy soul. How do you conquer a no noisy soul? Which is where you always do and I appreciate it. Let's pray for each other. Lord, uh, it's easy to pray right now because everything is so uh, rich in anointing. We pray for each other, God. I don't want to preach any longer than you want me to. I don't want to add anything you didn't tell me. But I don't want to omit anything you did. Make us one right here today. Make us one. We got things to do and places to go after. Make us one. God, uh, you be the glue that binds us together. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Pardon me. I want to have that runny nose if you didn't make me cry every Sunday. So I want to give you a little uh, light moment, okay, uh, for fear that there won't be another light moment in my preaching. Uh, I heard this this uh, morning when I was on my way to church by Ravi Zacharias, one of my most uh, favorite teachers. And uh, Ravi tells this cute little story. He says, a little guy wanted a bicycle, so he thought he would pray for one. And since he didn't know how to pray, he decided he would look at Christian television to learn how to pray. After looking at an evening of Christian television, he prayed thus, Almighty and Sovereign God, Creator of heaven and earth, Sustainer of the universe and all therein, I beseech you to grant me a blue and silver bicycle by morning. In humble gratitude, your servant. He got up the next morning, and to his disappointment, there was no bicycle. He thought he'd try it again. He looked at another evening of Christian television to learn how to pray. Before he went to bed, he prayed something like this. Lord, I declare and decree and claim that a blue and silver bicycle is mine, and that it will be in my yard in the morning. I thank you in advance. Good night. Got up the next morning. He ran out in the front yard and there was no bicycle. He was disappointed again. Then he had this idea. In the front yard, there was a statue of Mary, the mother of Jesus. He took it up. Not knowing that his mother was watching through the window, he sneaked in the woods in the backyard and before he, long, he came out with no statue. His mother thought, what in the world? So before he went to bed, his mother, knowing he's praying for a bicycle, his mother sneaked outside his bedroom door, and she heard him pray these words, Jesus, if you want to see your mother again, <laughs> that I get every time I want it. 
That's some desperate praying there, buddy. Uh, have you ever been to a pond or a lake that was very tranquil? And you took a pebble and you threw it in as far as it could go. And when that pebble hit the lake and began to sink, it made, it gave a reaction of concentric circles, all circle, 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 all the way to the shore. You're acquainted with that, are you? That's the way I'm told that sound waves move. Sound waves are, in the physical sense, consist of waves. So that in the, and if I don't have it on, on the screen, I, I, go ahead, I think I do. The physical sense. You can see it as an example in the water. You can't see it. Concentric circles, waves. In the, in the uh, sense of the soul and the sound and noise it receives, that is manifested in one's thoughts. Physical waves and soul sounds. And so, I, I want to say these things to you. If we're going to quiet the noise in our souls, we will have to examine our thoughts. Most people can immediately tell you how they feel about something. But they're not always aware of their thoughts. If you and I are going to quiet the noise in our souls we will have to track our thinking and not our feelings. Feelings are fickle. If we're going to quiet the noise in our soul, we must evaluate our thoughts in keeping with the Word of God. When our thoughts are wrong, we must repent of them and replace them with the thoughts of God. So our ability today to overcome the noise in our soul comes from our discerning what is wrong by way of the kind of thoughts we have and what is right by the thoughts consistent with Scripture. What, what does noise in our soul look like? Number one, noise in our soul will look like this beaten down, come unto me all either the labor, heavy laden, labor, weariness, and taking a beating. You don't have to have physical scars of a beating for you to have had a beating. Here's another thought about what 
noise in the soul sounds like. Noise in the soul represents burdened down, heavy laden, heavily loaded ship. If you see a heavily loaded ship, it usually is below the line that discerns its relationship to the water. Uh, a noisy soul will try to sink your ship. A noisy soul is seemingly incessant, doesn't go away. And there are a number of noise that can rob you of your rest. Come unto me, all ye labor and labor and heavy labor, and I will give you rest. Oh, if I can only get some rest. <laughs> not what I'm preaching, you not. See, see if this makes sense to you. But before we do, David addressed the problem about taking an inventory of the noise in your soul. David said in Psalm 41 and 2, I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined unto me and heard my cry. Did you know that God's inclination to us is to hear us and not shut his ear from us? Satan would say in the noise, the noisy soul, I've got too many problems and God doesn't want to listen to me. David said, I waited patiently for the Lord and he inclined to me and heard my cry. He'll hear yours too. Let me give you another very quickly. Two verses of Psalm 40, 2 and 3. He brought me up also out of a horrible pit. The words horrible pit literally means a pit of noise. Maybe you've been there if you like. You've been in a pit of noise. Here's what God wants to do. L listen to this. I'm sorry it's not on the screen, but here it is. David said, he set my feet upon a rock and established my going. And he had put a new song in my mouth, even praise unto our God. Many shall see it and fear and shall trust the Lord. <laughs> uh, you know there's something called an orchestra pit? If the people ain't playing good in that orchestra, it's a noise pit. Some music is good. Others is just noise. I've been to both of those places. The older I get, 
the more calm I want to be when I go out to eat. I don't want this, we will, we will rock you. <laughs> I'm sorry, Pastor Trey, but I hear how it goes. I like diversity of music. Understand that we have diversity of music. But when I go to the restaurant, I want to hear the waitress and my wife and I speak. Now, that may work for, oh, Lord. There's a restaurant called Hard. I didn't say it because I might get charged. <laughs> I said, Jeff, the food better be good if I got to go listen to that. Do you know there's some noise that edifies you because it's not noise? David said he had planted my feet upon a rock. Can I get a witness here? He established my going, and here's here's one or two here are one or two ways to uh, to to kill the noise in your head, your soul. He had put a new song in my mouth, even praise unto our God. And the Bible says that we ought to exchange noise for a new song. Exchange noise for a praise the Lord. You know, uh, Saturdays when I have opportunity, I will look at a portion of a ball game, and uh, it's usually the last quarter because that's the one that matters most. So this visiting team is in the stadium. And the home team has almost filled up the stadium because, you know, that's home. And uh, the visiting team wants the ability to hear the quarterback's call or play because they want to win. But the home team have signs 14 feet long and 10 feet wide that says, make some noise. The good noise and the bad noise. We have a choice. We can gripe or we can glory. We can make a joyful noise or we can make a painful noise. Let, let, let me show you some of the painful noises and, and I'll, I'll try to do this. Uh, there are sounds, if you will, that disturb our soul, robbing us of rest. They're the sounds of anxiety and fear in your soul. Anxious thoughts of worry. What if this happens? What if that happens? Oh, oh, I'm very vulnerable and very uncertain. I can't control this and I can't control that and this is not going well and that's not going, and so anxiety and fear constantly churning in your mind. Here, here's another thought, please. There are sounds of discouragement and despair in your soul. Uh, uh, there are thoughts of hopelessness. What's the use anyhow? I may as well give up. There's no hope. Nothing's going to get any better. I blew it before and I'll blow it again. I'm always failing. Never have lasting victory. That's noise. Let, let me show you the third thing. There are noise of anger and frustration in your soul. Anger is, is usually fueled by frustration and hurt and fear. 
anger is, is a, I can't believe it happened again. Frustration, the noise in your head is, I'm never going to get it right. Here's another uh, set of noise that keeps us from having a soul that rests. There's the sounds of bitterness and hatred in one's soul. And when you get the sounds of bitterness and hatred in your soul, you're liable to mistreat somebody else or be unfair to somebody else. Uh, the, the words come to your head. I, I poured my life into this job or this marriage, and I get treated like dirt. That's not fair. The, the bitterness and hatred says something like this. I'll get back at him or her one way or the other. Nobody's going to get away doing that to me. Here, here another set of, of noises. Lust and greed. Question, is your mind filled with thoughts of illicit pleasure and experiences? Things that you know you should not be indulging in and lusting for. If you listen to the noise in your mind, hey, Brian, shut this off a minute. I want to help the church. want to hear that noise in your head will tell you how to do it and give you a plan of how to get away with it did you every even after you're saved you still have the capacity of the lust of the eyes lust of the mind and lust of the flesh when you get saved like me you don't have a halo over your head and a white angelic robe Well, y'all quiet. I don't see none on you. You got to fight. You got to fight. And the devil knows our vulnerability. And some of it has to do with the lust of the flesh. That's noise in your head. Look at that movie. Look at that video. Look at that magazine. Go to that place. You know what I'll tell you something? It's better that you don't do something the first time that's wrong so that you don't have to create an appetite for the next time. And then there's lust in the sense of some folks buying cars they can't afford. They can afford a horse and wagon. Some folks buying TV, they can't afford. That's, that's greed. If you can't afford it, uh, he ain't coming to my home now. <laughs> to buy houses to impress people we don't even like. That, that leads to greed. That's noise in your head. Uh, l l let me move. Uh, here, here's another thought. Uh, sounds of guilt and shame in your soul. The devil says you're not saved. Has he ever told you that? The devil tells you that God's never forgiven you. The devil tells you all the stuff that God's forgiven you of will come back on you. Just, just go on down the road a little bit, but keep looking over your shoulder. That's not what God does when he forgives you. You can go ahead and clap. That's, that's, a, that's a, yeah. If you've been, yeah. If God forgives you, nobody has the right to accuse you. 
Let, let me show you something else. Let, let me show you another uh, a thought here about noise of possessions and positions in your life. We get these daily responsibilities that we must do, being a husband, a wife, a, a parent, an employee, an employer, all these things. Our minds are filled with thoughts of to do, to do, to do, and they can drive you crazy. Let, let me show you something else. There are sounds of obsession and addiction in your souls. These are thoughts of a person on drugs or alcohol or binging or purging or self-starvation or self-mutilization or pornography or theft or illicit affairs, lying, sexual abuse, and so forth. Obsession and addiction. Don't get fixated on somebody else except Jesus. Don't get addicted well, we think that all those, only those who do drugs and alcohol and, and such who get addicted. No, 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 no. Let, let, me, let me show you something else and, and I'll move on after this ninth one. Uh, entertainment and recreation can be noise in our souls. TV programs, music, news or sports. Or, uh, you, know, you, know, boy. you know what's noise in your soul? If you keep looking at the news. Turn it off. When I was younger, my sisters and, and aunts used to like to look at as the stomach turns. Remember that? As the world turns. And what they found out is that you could miss it for a month and you hadn't lost a thing. Oh, boy. Sometimes, honestly, I want to hear the news but I don't want to hear it. I get more mad because there are demonic people making the news and telling the news. Yeah. By saying that, I'm going to be on the news. Listen to me. I, I mean this with, I mean it with all my heart. You shouldn't, you don't have to always look at the news. You don't have to always read the magazines. You, you, you don't, because you put noise in your head. Listen to Jesus. Okay, let, let, let me show you a couple, uh, a few other things here very quickly. Uh, having said the kind of noise you can hear, let, let me show you what the Word of God says about conquering the noise in our soul. John 14, 27 Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives, do I give to you. Do not, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. I need that peace, not from the world. See, folks ever promised you something and didn't show up? Folks ever said they will call and never call? They will come by and never come by? They, they, they will grant you a gift of some sort monetarily and they never showed up. Peace I, I, I leave with you. Peace I, I, I give to you. Why sometimes, you know, this sounds ridiculous. The noise in my soul is so strong and depressing and fearful. <laughs> Preachers have that? This one does. Sometimes I just want to 
see if I could take my head off my shoulder, put it on the nightstand, and go to bed. Some peace, some peace. You know, what we put in our head before we go to bed will stay in our head after we're in bed. Oh, have you ever heard good preaching like this? They're going to get you a ladder and give you a raise. I just finished a book on the American Revolution. And I like history. And the American Revolution was brutal. The rebels and the loyalists. It was horrendous. It was bloody. It included. Uh, I need to try to choose the word. Uh, assault, sexual assault. And it, it was a. You know that the, the Americans won the war against the British. But, but when I read that book during the day or the evening, I went to bed and got to read it again because it just came up in my head. Uh, if you want to keep the noise down, fill your head and your mind. I need to do with things that are just and good and pure and lovely and of a good report. I like action movies. And when I go to bed, I get to see them again. Put the next slide, please. Here's, here's one I want to take us. If you will, put, put, there we go. What are the dangers of noise in your soul? A noisy soul promotes the destruction of the body. Yeah. What goes in affects our body and our mind. A noisy soul where we let criticism and fault-finding and backbiting and uh, comparison kind of living and uh, blaming and cussing and swearing that eats at us physically. G give me an amen, somebody. Amen. This is not just my thinking. I've read on this stuff. It affects our nervous system. It, it, it affects our uh, uh, digestive system. It, it affects all of us until we wonder why we got to take so many sleeping pills to go to bed. And sometimes you take so many sleeping pills, you become immune to the pills you're taking until you got to find something else. Ask Jesus to give you rest. A noisy soul reflects alienation from God. Alienation from God. Uh, it should be our pursuit to draw closer to God. But the devil comes in, tells us that God doesn't care and God doesn't love us and the church doesn't care and the people doesn't love you and after all you've done, here you are alone on a stormy sea about to drown. Don't let anything separate you from the love of God. Don't let anybody that you hang around separate you from the love of God. Some people that you hang around are noisy. 
Go ahead and say amen. I mean, uh, they're just not good for you. Don't edify you. And I hear this sometimes. Well, I know that, Pastor, but I'm just trying to help them. There's a Greek word for that, baloney. Just trying to help them. Who's going to help you after they get through with noise in your soul? If, if you can't change them in a day, find another friend. All right, maybe more in a day. Next slide, please. You know, I come here and did I, that scripture, do you remember that? Uh, yeah. Y'all pray that Martha gets a real Bible. Look at that. You got it on sale. Is yours bigger? I'm sorry, but yeah. Look, look, look at this. Here, here's two things we need to do, and I'll try to wrap it up in a moment. Godward gaze. Listen to this, would you? John 15, 4 and 5. Abide in me, and I in you. Jesus speaking, abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abides in the vine. No more can you, except you abide in me. I'm talking about quieting the noise. I am the vine, you are the branches. He that abided in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. That's the answer. Wow. Brother Ponte, come stand beside me here, brother. Just an illustration I want to give. I'm a, you are the vine. You represent Jesus. And I got to abide in you or else I'm dead. Because I can't bear any fruit unless I stay with you. If I go straying and wandering everywhere, I won't bear any fruit and I will die. Let me take his arm over here. Yeah, take it like I'm taking it. Yeah. It's a military man. That's why he's the He's Jesus. <laughs> I was good with you and I could be fine with you alone. But me and you and she, we can do more. Amen. Can I get an amen, church? Amen. Martha, come, come grab her arm over there. Hallelujah. I want to get rid of the noise in my head. Amen. And I do it because he's on my side and she's on my side and she's on my I can't lose if God be for me who can be against me thank you brothers and sisters oh my come come to the music my brother God would gaze no self-dependent focus psalmist said I will lift up mine eyes.
unto the hills. My help coming from the Lord. This is my church. Bless God, I'll do what I want. First of all, it's not my church. And secondly, don't be standing on my chairs. If I had a house which on two ends had windows, one here and one here, and on that side was a hog pen, this side was a flower garden. <laughs> what window you think I'll be looking out of? You're a bright class, yeah. In order for me to quiet the noise, I gotta lift up my head unto the hills from whence cometh my help. Put, put the last slide on there, and this is gonna be a quick. How do, we, how do we quiet our soul? We check ourselves, and if we need to repent, we repent. Can I, can I get an amen? How many of you have had to repent in recent past? I, I'm lifting my hand. You quiet the accusation by repenting. Look at this. You, you depend on God. Can't do this by myself, Lord. I've tried it, and I failed, and... I just need to lock arms with you, God. I need to depend on you. When you can't find your mother, your father, you can find God. When you can't find your brother, your sister, you can find, when you can't find your pastor, you can find God. Look, look at number three. Continue your spirit of deference towards God. Okay, God, I'm going to sit on the sidelines and let you be God. When, when, when you look at these football games, you find that uh, from time to time, a player from the huddle is running back to the sidelines. How many, how many know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Because that player has been running or tackling or whatever for some time, and his energy is depleted. So they put him on the sidelines and send somebody else in until he is rested. Sometimes you got to say, God, I just defer to you. I fought this so long. I've cried so much. I've listened to noise so long. I just defer to you. And God says, I got you. I got you. I got you. One of the best ways to calm the noise is find somebody who has had noise and they can't help it. And say, you know what? I'll help you. Somebody going through a divorce, that can be noisy. I'll help you. So somebody who has had a bad report from the doctor and it looks like no hope and you just go by and lay hands on them and pray for them and says, I got you. And you don't do it so you can broadcast it. Well, I give so-and-so 20 bucks. That's your reward. You know it? Well, I take somebody some food. That's your reward. But if you don't let your left hand know what your right hand's doing. Oh, you folks, I love you very much. And you just heard the best sermon you've heard in your life. Stand up, please. 
and I'm kidding about that, but I'm sure glad for the hand clap. Meet me in this altar if you got to get rid of some noise. Come in Jesus' name. Pastor, I'm saved and I'm going to heaven. But the noise is making me restless. Come on. Come from all over, Pastor. Uh, I, I'm, I'm singing while they come. Come from all. I, I got to get rid of some noise. Yeah, come on. Join me. When like Keep coming. I, I love it when you obey the Lord. Sing with them. When sorrows like sea billows roll, whatever my lot, let's lift our hands. Let's reach up. You're singing to Jesus. You're singing to Jesus. It is well, it is well with my soul. It is well with my soul. say to you what the Spirit led me to say in the first service, and he reminded me right now, God did not bring you to church this morning to disappoint you. No. He did not make you a promise he can't keep. And some of you, like the, the noise in your soul, you said, if I could only get there, I hope I can get something. God didn't bring you here to mock you. Here's what I'd like you to assume, a posture I'd like you to assume. I'd like you to put your hands on your head like this. That represents to me the touching of your mind as close as you can. Hallelujah. And the Holy Spirit reminded me of a verse. God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Sound mind. So in the house and in the altar, on the count of three, I'd like you to repeat this prayer, not because it's me, but because it's the Lord 
working through us through his word. One, two, three. Lord Jesus, I come to you today with faith, knowing that if I ask anything in your name, you will do it. I ask you, Jesus, to quiet the noise, quiet my soul. I pray today that any stronghold of my mind that affects my whole body will be pulled down. In the name of Jesus, I cast out any sounds that distract from your glory in my life. You dwell in me, Jesus. And by your power, the devil cannot have me. I claim that I will sleep better, that I will get up well, that my day will be filled with peace. I pray, Lord Jesus, you'll be my shield and my guard. Let angels encamp around me. I want a renewed mind and a healthy body. I stand on your word today and I call the devil a liar and Jesus Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.